What's up, soccer fans? Mike Guyomi in the house. Episode number 218 coming at you live. We're going to talk about all the MLS action from the past week, a little bit of CCL action in the final as well, and a little Canadian Championship, and then we may touch on the CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers as well. Thanks for joining up, guys. Make sure you hit that like button down below and uh, as well. If you're new here, hit that subscribe button. You're going to love the content on Sons of a Pitch Soccer Central. All right, guys, let's jump right into the games. We got a lot of games to talk about here. And uh, first up, we've got LAFC against Seattle all the way back on Tuesday, October 26th. And uh, man, oh man, this game, uh, we did this one live. And this was a blowout by LAFC. Complete blowout by LAFC. And uh, we have an announcement to make. We hit 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. How about that? So the, they finally got the numbers figured out. Um, we lost like a bunch. Then they added a bunch. Then we lost a bunch. All that kind of stuff. And now we've got it figured out. And uh, we are above 5,000 subscribers. So uh, thank you guys for being a part of this. As uh, now, why the, I don't know why the hell we just lost two subs in the last like two minutes. Maybe they haven't fixed their issues yet. But we're above 5,000 subscribers. And uh, I've got nobody else to thank but you guys for being awesome and hanging out with me, talking soccer and all that good stuff. We've got Brother BKL in the house, a new Wiseman, DSO, Karen, as well as, yep, that's it for right now. Uh, but hey, we've got a bunch of people hanging out with us. Love to see it. Let's get right back into the game. So LAFC, a good victory for them today. Uh a good uh, a good result for them. They were they they needed a win like this. I mean, they had to get something going if they want to stay in this playoff race. And they've got another big matchup coming up this midweek tomorrow actually against Vancouver. It's going to be a hell of a game. Uh, can't wait for that one as well. All right, so LAFC Chicho Arango gets the goal in the 51st minute. Man keeps scoring. It's all that guy does. Brian Rodriguez, Latif Blessing as well. And uh, Seattle had zero answers in this matchup. None at all. Absolutely no answers for that LAFC offense and those three goals from them. Next up, we've got the Revs beating the Colorado Rapids at Gillette Stadium. They took home the, the Supporters' Shield with this game. And uh, actually, they clinched it. Uh, I believe they clinched it because another team lost or something like that. I hate when they clinch the supporter shield uh, when they're not actually playing in the game. But you know what? It is what it is, and uh, that's that's that. So, uh, brother BKL says I'm happy that Vela is back. That way, they need to be back up for the playoffs. I agree. They needed Vela, and uh, they got him back. So maybe that will be the ticket to get them into the playoffs uh, going forward. All right, give me a second here, guys. I'm trying to get, to get my Twidget bot working so we can get the comments up here on the screen. Um, for some reason, it's not showing up, but uh, I'll, I'll, we'll get it. We'll get it figured out here. And we got Alejandro in the house as well. What's up, Mike? And my about my San Jose Earthquakes. Man, the Quakes. That uh, good victory for the Quakes last week. And uh, let's see. I mean, they can keep it going uh, this weekend. Um, I haven't even looked at the standings to see if they've been eliminated yet, but uh, it's it's getting close if they haven't been eliminated already. Um, all right, so New England, Tejon Buchanan, the goal scorer for uh, for New England, and they get the uh, they get the victory, and this team just keeps on rolling. They just keep on rolling. DSO, thank you for the update there, man. DSO says San Jose is out. I appreciate that, man. I uh, wasn't sure what. Uh, what the deal was there yet? Haven't haven't looked at the standings here in a little bit, but uh, there you go. Put that uh, that comment 
piece up here, get it away from that, and we'll go with right there. That works. So San Jose is out, and uh, you know what? They got to go for next season. Hopefully, Matias Almeida, Almeida will still be around. I love Almeida in MLS. I I'm hoping maybe he'll get to uh, he'll get to a decent team that uh, wants to spend some money, like AKA. I think I'd even take him in Toronto, honestly, as as TFC uh, there. I think I would. I think I would. Rocky does it all. Says nice 5K breaker. Thank you, Rocky. Been around for a long time, my man. You've been around since the beginning, and uh, appreciate appreciate you being around for such a long time. And yes, 5,000 subscribers, man. We got it done. We got it done. Can't can't thank you guys enough. Absolutely. So uh, DSO says, I hope LAFC doesn't make it. Hey, you and the Galaxy fans, I guess. But hey, New England one nothing victory over Colorado. Tejan Buchanan, the man, just keeps scoring goals. Left and right, this guy keeps scoring goals. He's heading to Club Bruges in the offseason, uh, which is a good move for him and uh, keeps that development going for the Canadian men's national team. And uh, I just love Tejan Buchanan, man. He has broken out since he came in through the draft, and he is uh, he's tearing it up, tearing it up 100%. So good victory for New England. They get the points record here over the weekend, and uh, this team – the only, the only question left for New England is, can they win the MLS Cup? And if they do, I feel really bad for for New England because they're not even going to get a chance to win the treble uh, since, you know, no Open Cup this season. So that that's a little bit disappointing for me. But, hey, either way, New England gets the points record of all time, 73 points through the season. They still got games left, guys. They still got one game left to pad that point total even though I don't think they really care. I think they're just getting ready for the playoffs. But there'll be a nice break after decision day for the FIFA World Cup qualifying window for CONCACAF. So uh, maybe you don't have to don't have to push it if you're, uh, if you're Bruce Arena and the New England Revolution. Next up, Atlanta beats Inter Miami. This was one of my locks of the week for picks, and uh, they easily get it done over Miami. Gonzalo Higuain with a penalty kick. And uh, that's all Miami got. Joseph Martinez and Luis Arajo with the goals for Atlanta. These guys just, I mean, my God. Atlanta, they're coming back. They're they are for real. We'll talk about that. A new Wiseman there. Brave stunk up the joint Atlanta did against Toronto. We'll talk about that one in a minute, a new Wiseman. Uh, yeah, very disappointing there for, uh, for Atlanta. But, hey, they got the victory over Miami. They're right in the thick of the playoff hunt right now. So uh, we'll see how uh, we'll see how that goes coming through here um, for decision day and the uh, and the midweek games as well. We got Tio Luis in the house as well. Isaiah Paskins, what's up, gentlemen? How are you? Good to see you guys. And uh, yeah, Atlanta. It's a team I don't want to play in the MLS Cup playoffs. I'm just gonna be honest. That is a team I don't want to play. Now their road form is much different than their than their home form. Um, I'll tell you right now, Atlanta on the road. Eh, I don't know. That's it's not that good, but at home, that's another story. So we'll see how Atlanta does in the postseason. Uh, but that's a team I wouldn't want to play because they've got tons of talent in uh, in there. Ramon Poblano in the house as well. What's up, Ramon? How you doing, man? And uh, Isaiah says Wando retires without the postseason. He does, and who knows if it'll actually be a, a final decision? Because remember, he retired after the end of last season, and then still. Uh, Ended up coming back, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens there with Wando, but I expect he'll be uh, he'll be done. Ramon says, "Did you cover the LAFC game?" I did. I just did. I just talked about it. 
a um, couple minutes ago there, Ramon, that uh, that first win, or the first game of the week, the victory there for LAFC over Seattle. And uh, am I going to do the game? I'm not doing the game tonight, man. Uh, I am exhausted and uh, ready. I've been, uh, again, been getting burned out, guys. I'll tell you that. I've been burning myself out here doing this baseball challenge. And uh, speaking of that baseball challenge, we have that coming up. Uh, game six tomorrow. We're in first place, so uh, we're still holding on to first place. And uh, there's the graphic for that. I'll be live tomorrow night for game six. And then on, uh, on game seven, if necessary, um, on Wednesday. If not, I might do a soccer game Wednesday night, um, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Tomorrow, baseball there. As, as you can see here, that is the latest standings. Number one, SOP Soccer in first place, trying to get that $500 cash out there at the end, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. Braves in six, says the new Wiseman. I hope so, man, because I am done doing baseball games. I'll tell you that right now. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. Um, so that'll be what I'll be doing tomorrow night, Ramon. I'm sorry, brother. I'll be doing the baseball game, man. So no, uh, no LAFC Vancouver game there, but Hey, in the playoffs, I'm sure we'll be doing a, uh, an LAFC game. So we'll probably be doing a lot of playoff games coming up here. So, uh, and there you go. Isaiah says, Mike, I won the hot seat challenge. Nice dude. That's a hell of a uh, night last night. You ended up winning the, uh, Aussie Albies Jersey on that giveaway from color cast and you're getting a hundred bucks from them. That is amazing, dude. Congratulations. Well done. Well done. Next up, Nashville, Cincinnati. 6-3 to three, Nashville. My God, Cincinnati was up 3 nothing at the half. Or, well, no, they were not up 3 nothing at the half. 3-1 at the half. And uh, then Nashville comes storming back and gets the 6-3 to three victory over Cincinnati. Man, that, uh, that is a lot of goals. Ken Boy, how you doing, man? Good to see you. And, uh, yeah, that is a lot of goals in a matchup. Nine goals to be exact. Damn. That is a lot of scoring. And uh, Nashville continues to win. Continues to hang out at the top of the Eastern Conference right under the New England Revolution. All right, guys. Hit that like button down below. Make sure you are, uh, you're hitting that like button on YouTube as well as ColorCast. And uh, let's get it rolling, guys. Let's get it rolling. we got 14 watching and 12 likes. That means two of you haven't hit that damn like button yet. So get on it. It's easy to do. Trust me. Uh, DSO says, poor Cincy, man. Yeah, Cincinnati. They end up getting the wooden spoon for the year. I'm a little disappointed because uh, I wanted TFC to get that wooden spoon. But it didn't happen. Cincinnati gets it again. And God bless Cincinnati, man. That that team, they've got a hell of a fan base there. they got a hell of a stadium Beautiful stadium, which I'm sure we'll be doing a uh, a video. I, I'm going to put that video together from when I was at TQL Stadium. Um, we'll be doing that one in the off season. But uh, that's Cincinnati's got a hell of a fan base, man. They've got good talent. They just can't put it all together. And uh, I really hope that they give the new coach a places a, a good amount of time so that uh, they can they can get something going. For this, uh, for this franchise and those fans because they deserve it. They deserve it. Now, Nashville, on the other hand, though, these guys, man, um, they're just uh, they're, they're tearing it up, man. They're, uh, they're tearing it up. I mean, Nashville, they're staying right there at the top of the East, right under, uh, right under New England Revolution. So uh, we'll, see how, uh, we'll see how things go for them come playoff time. But that's a team that really scares me in the playoffs. Because uh, these guys, they've got a great defense, and uh, defense wins championship. So 
Look out for Nashville. All right, we got lots of stuff going on in the chat. We got Badass Kombucha over on ColorCast. Thanks for joining, my man, and hitting that like button. Much appreciated. Next week, guys, we actually have a competition on ColorCast again. But this one for the regular podcast episode, we're going to have... Uh, we're going to need all the help we can get on ColorCast. So DSO, Isaiah, all you guys, Badass Kombucha, all you guys that have been hanging out with me during this World, World Series challenge, I'm going to need your help next Monday night on ColorCast. The most listened time is worth 25 bucks or 50 bucks or something. The most uh, likes get something, and the most listens get something. So, we're going to need you on ColorCast next Monday night for that regular podcast episode. I'll let y'all know through Twitter and through text and all that kind of stuff too. But uh, lots of stuff going on here in the chat. We got uh, Isaiah says, Nashville called Derrick Henry to help them come back. <laughs> oh, Derrick Henry, man. That's, that's sad. I heard about that. I heard about that. And, uh, yeah, New Wiseman says, RIP to King Henry fantasy owners. Yeah, there goes your team, right? There, there it goes. That's that's tough. I actually pulled out a win on fantasy this week, and Monday night's not even over yet. I'm, ha I'm a happy guy with that one. Nashville can F with your mind. They can. They're a very good defensive team, Isaiah. Very good defensive team. And, obviously, they have the offensive capability as well when you see that they're scoring six goals over over Cincinnati, which, again, it is Cincinnati, the wooden spoon team, but still. Um all thanks to Cincy management. That Cincinnati management team is bad. Very bad. Very bad. Hopefully they turn it around because I really would love to see this team do well. All right, next up, Columbus and Orlando. Orlando City with the loss on the road at Lower.com Field. And, uh, man, oh, man, this, uh, this team, I feel bad for them, man. I feel bad for them. I don't see them doing anything in the playoffs. I really don't. I see Orlando doing absolutely nothing. In the playoffs, I, I don't know why. I just I, I can't see it. I can't see it. They're uh, they started out the season well. Now they're kind of dipping off into a, into bad form at a bad time, a very very bad time. Um, so Columbus gets the victory there, three to two to stay in the hunt for the playoffs. But I believe on the weekend that is it for them. I believe they're close to out, if not out already. Uh, but Daryl DK, good to see him getting a goal. How long are they going to keep this this man in MLS? He needs to move overseas like Tejan Buchanan did. He's got to get back over there. Uh, that's where this guy, uh, you know, th that's where this guy kind of broke out, and he needs to go back overseas to at least a championship team or something of that that category because, man, his development is not going anywhere here in MLS, especially with an Orlando City team that's kind of struggling. So, uh all right, Columbus Zellerion with a beautiful free kick goal in this one. Zellerion, that man is a beast when it comes to uh, when it comes to those free kicks. I mean, there's there's not many better in MLS. He's probably the only uh, the only one that uh, I think he's number one. Period. Period. Um, <laughs> the ref turned one goal for Orlando City into offside. It's bad for Orlando City. I know that's coming up on the weekend game. We'll talk about that one. But uh, yeah, they were not happy about that. Um, all right, next up, we've got D.C. United and the Red Bulls of New York. one nothing D.C. gets the victory here. And uh, D.C. United, Kevin Paredes with the goal in the ninth minute. Not bad. Uh, Kevin Paredes looks like a good young player. He did get hurt. I believe his season's over now. Uh, but D.C. with a good victory over Red Bulls, and that's a game that had a huge playoff implications. The Red Bulls trying to get in, D.C. trying to get in. And uh, looks like uh, DC may be able to get there. 
Red Bulls, they needed this victory at D.C. to uh, really cement themselves into that playoff hunt. But uh, good win there for D.C. Next up is a little bit of Canadian Championship action. Uh, so we'll talk for a minute about this, um, and then we'll talk a little bit about the Canadian Championship at the end if we've got time. But uh, this one, penalty kicks. We had Montreal beat Forge at Tim Hortons Field. Forge just outside of Toronto and Hamilton. And uh, Forge, they, they had a valiant effort there, man. Really, really big effort. And unfortunately, they came up short in penalty kicks against the MLS team. And uh, they won on penalties, DSO. They did. They did. Now, mind you, this is a, this is a CPL team, guys. So there's that. Um, but I'll tell you, Montreal has not looked good in MLS play. They have not looked good in the Canadian Championship. I mean, the only other teams left are, um, you've got Toronto against Pacific, who's a CPL team. So Toronto should win that game on Wednesday night. And that's a game I'm actually thinking about possibly doing live if we're not doing Game 7 of the World Series. Um, but Montreal it, against Toronto in, in the Canadian Championship, I mean, TFC's got a chance because Montreal is not playing well right now at all. As you can see, they're going to penalties against Forge. Forge is a good team, though. This team did go to uh, did go to the CONCACAF League. I believe they're in the quarterfinals for that. Uh, but they're, uh, they're a good team. But, yes, guys, Montreal won. There you go. There you go. Uh, a new Wiseman with a, with a nice point. There's a transfer rumor that West Brom is looking to sign DK in the winter. Okay, nice, because he needs to get back over there. He needs to get back over to England, get back over to Europe, somewhere that he can develop more because he's not developing anything at all with uh, with the uh, with the Orlando City Lions. So we'll see. We'll see how uh, how they do come uh, come the winter time if he does move to a team like West Brom, which would probably be a good place for him to uh, to end up. Tim Hortons Field. What a Canadian stadium name. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. One hundred percent. 100%. Tim Hortons Field, uh, yeah, it doesn't get any more Canadian than that, right? Doesn't get any more Canadian than that. So uh, there you go. Brother PKL says, uh, Canadian Championship, quarterfinals, turn, penalty, Forge FC player came bad and missed between four times after seven goals. Man, that's a shame. That's a shame. I didn't get a chance to watch the penalty kick shootout. But uh, either way, Montreal moving on. They, they win, face the winner of Toronto against Pacific which is, should be Toronto FC. But again, we all know how bad TFC is. Tennis J in the house over on ColorCast. What's up, man? Thanks for coming on, brother. Appreciate you hitting that like button down there. We're up to 218 thanks to you and Badass Kombucha, and uh, we're going to need your help, guys, for ColorCast next Monday night. I'm going to need you on that one. we got another contest we're trying to win, so we'll be on for Game 6. And then uh, as well, next Monday for our regular podcast episode on ColorCast. Can't wait for that one. We're just going to take a bunch of money from ColorCast. That's what we're going to do, guys. That's what we're going to do. All right, we got Isaiah taking money from him. I'm getting money from him. Y'all need to join up on the ColorCast train if you haven't already because uh, it is a great opportunity to make some money. All right, next up, New York City, Chicago Fire. Our boy, DSO, was in the house for this one on his birthday, and New York City only gets Ws on DSO's birthday. one nothing victory over the Chicago Fire, and God damn Bless America, the Chicago Fire suck. That team is bad. They started to pull out a couple good results there, try and make people think that they were not as bad as they actually are. But uh, this team, no good. No good at all. And God, I hope they can figure something out come the playoff or come next season because this team, the league is better 
with this team in it. That's for sure. That's for sure. So um, hopefully Chicago will wake up one day. And if you guys are Chicago Fires fans, Chicago Fire fans, check out um, our regular podcast episode, the podcast itself through your favorite podcatcher or whatever. Uh, you'll be able to listen to John Donovan's breakdown of the Chicago Fire games and uh, his coaching thoughts and others coming up there. So, uh, all right. And as DSO says, let's go. Birthday W. Chicago played well that game, not going to lie. Here's a great photo of DSO repping Sons of a Pitch Soccer at Yankee Stadium. Much appreciated, DSO. Really huge, man. We got There's another stadium off the list where with an SOP soccer shirt in the house. Absolutely amazing. Thank you, DSO. Happy birthday, my man. And uh, well done. Well done, sir, repping, uh, repping that SOP shirt. John, go upstairs, buddy. Johnny, you got to go upstairs. Come on. Get upstairs. When the dog decides to come down and visit you in uh, the middle of your podcast episode. Gotta love it. All right, back to the action. Like DSO said, Chicago played well in this game. They have been playing better, um, and they've got some talent. I mean, they really do. But Victor Castellanos' penalty kick, and uh, Castellanos quietly in the lead of the Golden Boot race right now. Um, let's take a look at that roster for uh, for the fire. They've got the strikers. Aliceta is a winger, really good young player. I, I expect him to do big things in this league. Uh, hopefully he'll just get a better uh, supporting cast. You know what I mean? Um, and Robert Barrich, same thing. Good good player. Herbers, not not a starting quality player. Uh, Madron, Jimenez, and Navarro in the midfield. Jimenez and Madron are decent. Those are decent players you can build a squad around. Navarro, Bornstein, Pineda, and Sekulich at the back. The only one that I would allow play an MLS on my team is uh, Pineda. That's the only guy. And then Slonina in goal. There, brother BKL, I give guarantee to uh, Chicago keeper youngsters. Really outstanding. Yes. Yes, he is uh, He is a hell of a keeper. Apparently, uh, they're expecting some big things out of him. Hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll see that. We'll see uh, him, him turn into a good goalkeeper in MLS. And Allison's in the house. Hey, Allison. Thanks for coming on and hanging out with us. Uh, Isaiah says, how is Tati always so inconsistent? And uh, yet he leads the league in goals. It's actually been a down year for for guys in goals, I think. Um, it's been a pretty weak year. I mean, he's at like, what, 15 or 16 goals, and that's the lead of the uh, Golden Boot? I mean, that's uh, that's not that great. So um, we've seen better. We've seen better. Uh, so there you have it. New York City with the one nothing victory over Chicago, and they are clinched to the playoffs, ladies and gentlemen. New York City is in the playoffs and uh, we'll see how they do. We'll see how they do. I expect at least a little bit of a run from New York. I, I can't see that same that same loss early in the playoffs, New York City fans. You know exactly what I'm talking about. So uh, Tati has 18 goals. Okay, nice. So there you go. Tati has 18 goals. Still a down year. I mean, we're talking like usually 23, 24, 25 goals in that golden boot race. And uh, there's only one game left. Well, some teams have two games left, but still. And there you go. T.O. says, uh, fire till I die. Amen, T.O. You are a diehard fire fan, man, 100%. Appreciate you coming on and hanging out with us, my man. And, uh, yeah, fire. Hopefully they can turn things around next year because I want to see this team uh, actually do something. The league is a better league with the Chicago Fire 
being a successful team. So, DSO says, I'm not expecting anything from New York City in the playoffs. How can you? How can you, right? I mean, they, they've done nothing but, uh, but, but fail you in the past year. So, there's that, right? All right, moving right along. Next up, Toronto FC and Philadelphia. Josie Altador and an Elliott own goal for TFC. Bedoya and Sergio Santos, the goals for Toronto or for Philadelphia. And this is a very disappointing result for uh, very disappointing result for Philadelphia. They needed a uh, they needed a they needed a win. They needed a win in this matchup at TFC. Who? I mean, they're they're pretty damn bad, guys. They're pretty damn bad. Um, so Philly. You got to do better than that. Toronto FC, okay, great. You're you're playing. You get you get a point. Well done. Whatever. Don't care. Don't care. Um, so that's all I'm gonna say in that one. Uh, Isaiah says Philly can't stop crap in the bed. Totally, totally can't stop crap in the bed, man. They're uh, they're bad. They're bad. And then they drew to Montreal. Yeah, that's yeah. Supreme L train. You guys, that's that's funny because. Uh, you're talking about T.O. take out your Metro card and get on the L train. Well, we actually have a Metra here in Chicago, and T.O.'s here in Chicago. You got the Metra train, and then you've got the L. They call the subway system the L because it's elevated. That's actually pretty spot on, guys. Well done. You didn't even know. Didn't even know. Um, all right. Philly still has New York City FC away, and they never won a Yankee Stadium before. All right. So there you go. There's uh, another opportunity for for New York City to keep padding those points and shoot for second in the Eastern Conference. Dallas RSL. RSL gets the victory over FC Dallas on the road. Krylak and Ruznak, the goals. Matt Hedges with the goal for Dallas. Um, RSL still kind of in the hunt, and there you go. They get the victory on the road. Good victory for them. That was one that we picked and got right. Actually, a great, great week for uh, picks and predictions, guys. Really did well. And uh, we, we picked up, I believe we we're 58% in the midweek and 70% in the weekend. A great, great weekend for sports betting, that's for sure. All right, so RSL, good victory. And that, that man, Demir Krylak, just keeps scoring goals, y'all. He keeps scoring goals. That's what the man does. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. All right, so next up, Sporting Kansas City, a 2-0 victory over the LA Galaxy. Russell with both goals for SKC. Johnny Russell. This guy is a beast. I love Johnny Russell. I love the way he plays. I love the way he goes after the ball. I just love that guy's game. Jay Jardim in the house. What's up, Jay? How you doing, man? What's up, brother? Uh, so LA Galaxy, Greg Vanny and the Galaxy can't seem to get anything uh, going. And uh, they, they may miss out in the playoffs, guys. They might. They're playing Seattle Sounders tonight. So uh, that's going to be a big game for the Galaxy they're gonna need that victory, 100%. But I don't see it. I don't see it coming, guys. I really don't. I really don't. Um, so, next up, we've got Portland Timbers, San Jose Earthquakes. The Timbers with a two nothing victory over the Quakes. Chara and Espria with the goals, and Portland keeps putting their name towards the top of the uh, Western Conference there. They go on runs. This team is on huge runs. So we'll see how they do uh, do come the playoffs, if they're hot or if they're not. So Aspria uh, goal of the year, says Rocky. Yes, I think that has to definitely be in the running, if not uh, definitely goal of the year. That was a fantastic goal. If you guys haven't seen that bicycle kick yet, check it out. It's all over MLSsoccer.com. 
watch that because that's insane. Absolutely insane goal. Bicycle kick from outside the box. Beautiful, beautiful play from Mr. Daron Aspria, who only shows up come the end of the season. That's when this man comes alive. Yeah, a.k.a. Mr. October. Exactly, Brother BKL. Exactly. Man just comes in hot in the offseason or in the end of the season. Simple as that. Simple as that. All right. So, next up, Vancouver and Minnesota. Vancouver with a 2-1 to victory over the Loons. And how in the hell does this team keep winning? The Whitecaps just keep on winning games. They keep on, keep on keeping on. It's just that simple. Vancouver, I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, this team, they do, they do have some talent, but they've been a train wreck for a while. And you just don't expect to see Vancouver there. But right now, I think Vancouver uh, is, the, is the only Canadian team that's going to make the playoffs. Uh, and they got that big game coming up tomorrow against LAFC. It's going to be a great game. Can Vancouver get that victory over LAFC at the bank? I don't know. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. All right. Next up, this one. Uh, no, this is this is the week. These are the weekend games. All right. So we already switched over. So we're going to take a short sponsor break here for the podcast side of things. John Donovan is going to uh, is going to be giving his Chicago Fire update as well. So thank you, John, for that. And uh, we'll be right back after that sponsorship read on YouTube. Time for the BetUS graphic. If you guys haven't done that yet, go find the link and jump on our BetUS 125% sign-up bonus. This episode of Sons of a Pitch, an American soccer podcast, brought to you by Nice Premium Iceland Pure Spring Water. Also by Donovan Food Brokerage, a sales and marketing firm focused on food service sales in the Midwest. And lastly, by Skira, Icelandic spring water available at your local 7-Eleven. And now it's time for our weekly Chicago Fire Update, brought to you by John Donovan. Take it away, John. Mike, John Donovan here, talking about the MLS and the Chicago Fire, the great Chicago Fire, Mike. Chicago Fire played New York City FC uh, this weekend, and it was a one nothing loss, Mike. I I think we're hopefully we're coming to the end of looking at the sidelines of the of the Chicago Fire and seeing Frank Klopas and his strange strange substitutions. I mean, um, let me let me just talk a little bit about the game. Uh, Chicago Fire started up again. They moved Pineda back out of midfield where he's been real solid. Him and this kid named Federico Navarro are two real rough, tough, knowledgeable defensive midfielders that hopefully that's the way it'll go next year, next year. But he pulled him back to fullback again. Makes no sense to me. But um, they started Barrick and Herbers over to the right side and Alceda off to the left. Again, some question marks. Alceda's done nothing this year. And Ivanov has just been sitting on the bench staring at, at the field. My opinion, if they're going to use Herbers, who's a wonderful substitute, the best in the business, I think, um, use him in the midfield and leave him on the field. The guy is a running machine, but that doesn't happen under the Klopas regime. So the game started out, the first half was, uh, you know, you play on a short field like New York City, which is an embarrassment to the league. Um, the game was very tight. Slonina, I think that's the way you say his name, our goalie of the future, he's a big guy, 17 years old. He's got to be six-something. I mean, he's a big, tough kid, and I think he really has some talent. I, I really will enjoy watching him in the future. 
But the game, you know, the first half of the game, the fire owned 54% of the the ball, the uh, New York City FC, 46%. It didn't seem like New York was in the game and the fire were just kind of, you know, without an offense other than Herbers, who had a couple of nice shots. Um, you can't do much. I don't think Alceda had a shot. And honestly, I don't think Barrick had a shot. So um, there you go. You know, you're set up. You've got um, Madron off to the left-hand side for your um, your midfield, offensive midfield. And you really, you know, it's very confusing. Um, Sekulik was not up there. He didn't really support the offense. So um, maybe they pulled him back because of the short field, but it, there wasn't much offense in this game. Um, but it went into the second half, and it New York came out firing. Um, they were attacking, attacking, and one of the attacks, Federico Navarro, who, who I think is going to be good for the squad, a defensive midfielder, um, there was a run in the box by Amison, and Federico, I don't think he knew it was behind him. He slid for the ball in the box, and he took the guy down. Uh, Castellano, who is a very good center forward, buried the ball. No, no goalie in this on this earth could have got the the score. So, um, about sixty minutes into the game, it was a one nothing game. New York and the Fire. You know, again, they have a weak defense or offense. And what does um, old Frankie do? He makes a Frankie Klopas trade, one that you're scratching your head on the whole time. Rather than take out Alceda and put in Gonzalez over there that might have given them just a little bit more logic and a little bit more timing for, for Barrick, he pulls out Herbers and puts Gonzalez on the right side. And he, he really, uh, nothing happened up there. Um, and then he pulls off Pineda, who was, you know, playing very well and puts in Kappelhoff. And it, it just, the whole thing did not make a lot of sense for me. It, um, you, you know, and he did a, a trade on Barrick for Offer, who, you know, they've been doing that all year and it just is not, not coming across. Uh, Offer, you probably had a lot of learning this year, but he's not an offensive threat at this time at all. The ideal situation for them next year is if they, if they um, bring this new boy uh, up from Columbus and hopefully he can start and they find some other type of attacking uh, forward that can replace anybody that's tired out there. It doesn't seem like Ivanov, they're too impressed with Ivanov. He has a tough time getting on the field. And when he's on the field, he doesn't create much. Um, he looked good over in, in uh, the old Yugoslavia playing. I, I don't know what, group he's playing for. I, I'm not sure who he played for, but um, he's not up for the MLS. A couple of these guys, I think they think they can handle this competition, but apparently the competition just a little bit too strong for him. So Ivanov did not get on the field. Um, Gonzalez got off the field and, you know, the game just died out that way, a one nothing game. Um, that 15 minutes in, in at the start of the second half, New York just turned it on. And then the fire with these replacements that they put on, they just didn't have anything to to respond to. So they lost the game three to nothing. But there's all hopefully there's something good coming to the fire. And and gosh darn, do they need it. Um, through the rumor mill, I've picked up three uh potential um replacements for Frankie Klopas and Wiki 
for next year. And one in particular, I'm very excited about. I, I think fire fans would react very well. And they're bringing in three guys for interviews. And one is Antoy Razov, the LAFC assistant. Now I know LAFC is not, they're not even in the playoffs yet. They're fighting for that playoff spot. But in my mind, the best player, uh, best forward that ever played for the Chicago Fire was Antoy Razov. He was a fighter. He was a player. He was a scorer. Um, he did it all. He was he was a marvelous player. And he, he obviously knows the MLS. And we haven't had a, a coach that knows the MLS in a long time. So there's a, two other guys, too. Um, they have a guy named Paula Nagramora. Um, he's an assistant coach with Kansas City. Um, I think the Kansas City 2 team. And then Eric Henderson, who was or is an assistant coach with Columbus. Um, I know where my money would go. It would be anti-Rosoff. The, the city of Chicago needs an anti-Rosoff to come in. Somebody, I, I was supporting Bradley, but I know Mike wants him to go up to uh, Toronto. So, but I'm good with anti-Rosoff. I, I, um, I, I saw him play against Americas. Um, the LAFC team played against Americas in some tournament, and it was quite, quite, uh, not funny, but interesting that him and uh, El Piojo got into a, a standoff and Razov clipped him one in the mouth uh, with a punch. So, you know, he's got, got the fire. He knows how to score. Hopefully he knows how to turn on an offense because it's, it's not there right now. I'd like to see him bring in maybe CJ Brown as uh, uh, to work with these defenders because um you know, it, it's it's something to look at the defensive team and know the best guy out there is almost 37 years old in Bornstein, the most reliable. Um, so the team, you know, unfortunately next year is like a new team coming to the field again. HDP should be gone next year. Alcedo didn't do it. Barrick is struggling. And um, Jimenez I've heard is going to a team down in Argentina. So it's kind of a rebuild team for our new franchise, the Chicago Fire for next year. So take care, Mike. Love doing this. I'll be at it next week. Sorry, a little bit wrong. Thanks for that Chicago Fire update, John. We'll talk to you next week. All right. So back from that New York City with a 3-1 victory over Inter-Miami in Fort Lauderdale. Castellanos with the brace. And T. Basilar Martins in the 83rd minute. Now, my NYCFC fans, who the hell is that? Whose real name is that? Because uh, I don't know who that is. So uh, there you go. Third goal from I don't know who. Figal with a goal there from uh, for Miami and Inter-Miami. What a joke. What a joke, guys. We could rake on Inter-Miami all day long. I mean, all day long. Th- these guys, uh, how are they so freaking bad? How? And they're... Pepe Higuain is retiring, and I feel upset that they didn't at least give the younger brother until his moments. I give guarantee that younger brother... So, Talismanio says DSO. Nice. Thank you for that. So, yeah, that, that, I know Talismanio. I just didn't know what his damn this name was. But, uh, yeah, the, uh, you know, Higuain is retiring, and uh, that's, I mean, Miami, 
what are they? This team, what are they going to do? Like, this team has got to do something. They got to figure it out. They got to right the ship. They got to do something. They have way too much talent on this squad to be at the bottom of bottom of MLS. And there are new Wiseman says it perfectly. MLS 1.0 mentality. Totally. Totally. When they signed uh, Gonzalo Higuain, I was like, yeah, there you go. Perfect. I mean, that that's exactly what they're in. Oh, let's go find the aging star from Europe and bring him in. That don't work in MLS anymore. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. So, next up, RSL and San Jose, a 4-3 to three game. Some real high-scoring games in this MLS season. I mean, they're just crazy. His last week has been crazy with the goals. So, uh, 4-3 to three San Jose, Fierro, Wondolowski, Cowell, and Ewell. With the goals for San Jose, Rusnak, Chang, and Rusnak with the brace. And uh, there you go, man. That's uh, San Jose with the victory over RSL. Who's really needing those points to stay in that playoff hunt. And uh, it is it's San Jose that gets the victory. So, moving right along, Red Bulls of New York beats Montreal in a game that both teams needed. Both teams needed for, uh, for the playoffs and uh fabio with a goal in the 91st minute the red bulls at home it seems like stoppage time is like th that's when they show up and speaking of showing up there's mike jaw all-star member what's up mike how you doing my man how you doing she baby let's get it let's get it and that's right if you guys can't remember check out shiba inu on uh, crypto i put that video up it's dropped a tad since then but it's just right in its in its correction period this thing is gonna blow up like crazy go buy some damn sheep all right, Montreal should have got a penalty after Red Bull scored. Yes, uh, that I could see that on that play. I could see that, but you, don't be hating on New York because it's the Red Bulls. Don't be hating. Don't be hating now. I might be hating it as Montreal, but there you go. There you go. All right, so victory for Red Bulls. They move up closer to making the playoffs, and we'll see because, uh, man, uh, <laughs> Montreal, damn. Ship baby want to buy out Josie with that money. Yes, totally, man, totally. Get some sheep and we'll we'll go up to Toronto FC's uh, office and, and buy out Josie. I'm down with that. I, I like it. I like it. All right. Next up, we've got Atlanta United and Toronto FC. Mama, who's that man? Jordan Peruza with the goal for TFC. His first goal in MLS. Kid looks good. He's been blasting goals for TFC too. Uh, very, very strong player there, uh, Perusa, and I hope that uh, he gets some more opportunity, maybe with Io Akinola up top for TFC there. Uh, triggered, <laughs> says a new Wiseman. Yeah, it was a that was a rough game for Atlanta, man. Let's talk about Atlanta, cause uh, you know Atlanta, they've been rolling, and then they they tie with TFC. At the Benz. Now, TFC is trash. They played like trash in this game. Atlanta dominated this game. Completely dominated this game. I actually got to sit and watch most of this game, guys. It was crazy to actually sit and watch almost a full game that I'm not doing live here on uh, on Sons of a Pitch. So, uh, let's take a look at the stats in this one. Atlanta should have buried... Their, their problem is very simple. Do better, Atlanta. Totally. Totally. Um... Their problem is this. They are up 1-0 or 2-1, and they can't put a game away. They cannot put it away and get 
that win. And this time it came back and uh, it got them. And TFC scores in the 88th minute. It was, uh, you know, not a good result for Atlanta at home. And their DSO's happy with that draw. I bet you are, DSO. I bet you are. <laughs> I say Atlanta sports just shit in the bed this weekend. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, they are. They are. So, all right. Hopefully Atlanta can pull it back in game six because I'm tired of color casting over here. So, all right. Next up. Columbus Crew, D.C. United, 3-1 Crew. 3-1 Crew with the victory over D.C. United is kind of falling apart here. Two losses in the last week. Not good. Not good for D.C. United. Paul Ariola with the goal in the third minute. Zellerion with a penalty. Pedro Santos and Zellerion with the goal in the 76th. And uh, Columbus, another big victory for them in this playoff hunt. All right, next we've got... Dallas and Austin FC. Jimenez sent off in the 58th minute for, for Austin. And uh, Dallas gets the victory in this battle of Texas with uh, Franco Hara and Ferreira with the goals. So Dallas, they're already eliminated. So is Austin. Nobody cares about this game. Dallas gets the victory. Next up, Minnesota and SKC on Halloween. Thank you, uh, MLSsoccer.com, for the happy Halloween graphics. I really needed that. Really needed that. Um, we got Frangipani and Reynoso with the goals for Minnesota. Shelton with a goal for SKC. And uh, Shelton, that guy just never goes away. He came up with NYCFC and was a decent player but never really broke out. And uh, Minnesota gets... Gets the victory here over Sporting Kansas City, who, which is kind of crazy because SKC, they, uh, you know, they're at the top of the West right now with Seattle and uh, trying to fight for that top of the West spot. They got to win these games. They got to win these games. But a big win for Minnesota to get up in the uh, in the standings a little bit. And there, Isaiah says, "Thank you, Minnesota. Amen." So yeah, I mean, there you got you got Colorado and uh, and and SKC and Seattle right there at the top at the at the top. All right, so Minnesota SKC. Next we go to Houston and those Rapids. We're just talking about Dominic Baji with the goal in uh, 58th minute. And there you go, in Colorado 1. There you go, Isaiah. They got the victory. They couldn't get the victory in the midweek against New England, but they were able to get it done against a really, really bad Houston team. And uh, Colorado right there at the top of the West. This is the battle right here. I, think that I can't wait for decision day for this one to see what that looks like and how it fluctuates with the different results and whatnot. Orlando and Nashville. Hani Mukhtar with the goal for Nashville. DK with the goal for Orlando City. And uh, Orlando, another result that they just... Ah, you got to win these games. You got to win these games, Orlando. Nashville, though, this team always finds a way to get a draw, to get a win, something we picked the draw here with picks and predictions, and uh, there you go. We're uh, we we got the we got the win on that one at plus two eighty five odds, I believe it was. Love hitting those draw guys. Love hitting those draws. So next we move to Philadelphia and FC Cincinnati. Gazdag and Paxton Aronson with the goals for Philadelphia. They get the win over Cincinnati. This was a pretty much a a sure on bet. You bet on Philly to win this game. I think the odds were crap, though. It was like minus 300. But still, you knew it was you knew it was in the bank. Um, Paxton Aronson, kid's scoring goals, man. He looks good. Brendan's little brother. 
and uh, we'll see how his development is. And uh, one to watch there to have some brothers possibly playing on the uh, USMNT coming up. Gazdag with another goal for Philly as well. Philly two, Cincinnati zero, and that that I believe put the uh, put the finishing touches on the uh, on the wooden spoon if I'm not, if I can't remember. But uh, since he hasn't been relegated yet, says Rocky. God, man, we this team. I feel so bad for their fans, man. They've got an awesome fan base, and they just can't seem to uh, to figure it out. They just every year it's trash. So yeah, so maybe they'll still be bad when MLS does decide to go with pro rel. I don't know. We'll see. Fire 2020 in the house. How you doing, man? I got 72 subscribers. Nice. Good stuff, dude. Good to see you again, man. Isaiah says, since he still exists, Brenner left a long time ago. No, he's still there, man. He's still there. All right. Moving right along to the CONCACAF Champions League final. Monterey won. Club America, zero. This was uh, this was a boring game from what I remember of it, but I was not uh, I was not feeling so hot. So big thank you to my daughter Bella for holding down the fort for me there in the first half. Much appreciated. And uh, here we got uh, Fire Twenty Twenty says, "Do you like my new profile picture?" Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. Darren Yamada says, "Bro, love your channel. Made me a lot of money, man. Let's go. Glad you're here, Darren. Glad you love the channel." Check out that all-star membership, guys. That is where you're going to make your money as a sports better. Give you my parlay picks, BTTS, all that good stuff. Look at these membership options, guys. While we're uh, while we're here, we might as well talk about it. First team starter, $1.99 a month. You're going to get the loyalty badges, the custom emojis, and your name in the scroll down below. Then you look at the designated player level. This one, $4.99 a month. You're going to get all those perks I just talked about, plus your name in the description and 20% off of SOP merchandise. And then lastly, the one I was just talking about, the All-Star membership, $9.99 a month. You're going to get everything I just spoke of, plus access to my exclusive video once a week with my over-under picks for each MLS matchup, my prop bets as a player to score, parlay, and both teams to score percentages and picks. So check out those membership options, guys. A little blue join button down below right next to where subscribe is. And uh, Darren, I am glad you have made some money with us, my man. That's how we roll. That's how we roll. And Rocky says, Bella did a great job. She did. She did a very good job. I'm proud of her. I'm proud of her. All right. So moving along to the standings, let's take a look at where MLS sits at the, uh, at the current state. Eastern Conference. Obviously, like we've said a million times over, New England, class of the East. Then you've got right below that, Philly, Nashville, New York City, all within three points of each other. Philly and Nashville with 53, NYCFC with 50, and uh, then you got Orlando at 48, Atlanta at 47, and Red Bulls at 46. Honestly, the only team I see catching anybody in the Eastern Conference is Columbus getting up into the playoffs there over possibly Red Bulls over maybe Orlando if they keep faltering. But uh, Montreal, they're not good enough. D.C. United, they've been struggling now. They're they're ice cold right now. So uh, in the East, the only team I can see changing would be Columbus in and either one of Red Bulls or Orlando out. Now, to the Western Conference. This is where there's a lot more fun things to talk about in this one. And speaking of decision day, guys, I'm trying to figure out with the calendar, but I think I'm going to do one game from each, the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference, um, 
I'm not sure how if I'm going to do it like the uh, the World Cup qualifying where I put the four different scoreboards up there or if I'm going to uh, run it through with just doing the one game and then we'll talk about the other scores as it goes. I don't know. So let me know in the comments what you think, um, which format you'd rather see. All right, so uh, <laughs> Isaiah says West better than the East. <sighs> I don't know if, I don't know. I think the top, the top of the East is better than the top of the West, especially right now. So uh, DSO says, hopefully I'm not going to be working on decision day. There you go. Brother BKL says, until we're headed to third seed, besides really don't know, we could try in the fourth seed. Hey, ho hopefully a home game at Yankee Stadium. That would be nice for, that would be nice for New York City. But in the West, we've got SKC 58 points, Seattle 58 points, and the Rapids with 58 points at the top of the West. One game in hand. Colorado's got 33 played, and Seattle and SKC are sitting at 32. So uh, we'll see, especially tonight. I know, Isaiah, you'll be watching that game, right? Um, we'll see how the, the top of the West shapes out. I think it's going to be real, real exciting to, uh, to watch there on Sunday for decision day. Portland at 49 points, Minnesota right below them at 48, Vancouver 47, the Galaxy holding on for dear life at 46 points. This is going to be interesting. You look at number nine to number, honestly, even up to number four, 49 points to 44 points. Five points separates and some of these teams have two games left. It's going to be interesting to see how the West shapes out. Right now, I don't see the Galaxy holding on. I really don't. RSL, can they pull out enough good victories and uh, to be able to make it happen? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it should be it should be interesting to watch though on decision day. And then of course San Jose, Dallas, Houston, and Austin all eliminated, done and dusted. So uh, I can't wait for the MLS playoffs, guys. I really really can't wait for the MLS Cup playoffs. It's of course they've got decision day on Sunday. Then we've got. Uh, then after decision day, we've got the FIFA window for the CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers. Can't wait to do those games as well. And uh, we'll, we'll see uh, we'll see everybody back for the playoffs after those World Cup qualifiers. Big month ahead in November. And then, of course, the beginning of December with the uh, MLS Cup. Uh, so with that being said, guys, I'm out of here. It's been 47 minutes. Got a lot. Uh, John Donovan's got a big update there on the podcast side. I appreciate you guys hanging out with me, hitting that like button, hitting that subscribe button as well. And uh, we'll see you guys real soon again for this week. We've got the World Series coming up tomorrow night on ColorCast. We'll see you guys there. Wednesday, um, we've got, depending on it may be a Game 7 in the World Series, it might be uh, a Wednesday night soccer game. Thursday, I'll be on TSI for the Maple Leafs. And then Sunday, we're going to figure out decision day. 2.30 start and a 5 o'clock start. We'll figure that out as the week goes. So thanks for joining tonight, guys. Have a great evening. We'll talk to you guys real soon. And uh, check out that Picks and Predictions video if you haven't already.